ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Welcome to Democracy Ish. I'm Danielle Moody. And I'm Wachatali. And surprise, we're in studio together in real life. We're not just avatars, which I'm so excited about. I am not an AI hologram yet. <laughs> yet. yet. Um, it's in beta. Uh, <laughs> so, Waj, uh, great news. Uh, Ron DeSantis has finally pre-announced his presidential announcement that all of mainstream media has been salivating over, uh, is going to announce his bid for president by the time that this probably drops. And guess who he's doing it with? I don't know. Uh, a mushy bowl of cold oatmeal. Ah, close. Elon Musk. Ah, uh, same, close. Same, but close. Di- close. same, same, but yeah. different. So here we have it. Uh, Twitter has officially turned into what? Like a Reddit thread? Gab. A- uh, the GOP is Gab. Yeah. It is an absolute cesspool. I tweeted out the other day and I said, I think that I want to take a break from Twitter for pride Mm. because I would like to actually be in my black queer joy Mm. and not black queer misery, Mm. which is what the right wants every single story that I see. But what do you make of the fact that here is Meatball Ron? Uh, Why disrespect meatballs? I know uh, because they have flavor and texture and he has none of those things is Going to use his wet noodle self. Let's just continue with my pasta analogies um, and amplify, have his voice amplified on Twitter. So what it shows us is, number one, there's no such thing as liberal media. We've always said that, uh, even though you might assume, oh, dear listener, that there's a liberal media because they might be open minded about biracial couples. And occasionally (laughs) there might be a queer person here and there. It's corporate media and corporate media runs after the money and the money is green and on that dollar bill, it says, in God we trust. And at the end of the day, Republicans historically have been good with money. Uh, Elon Musk, after he took over Twitter, because he was forced to take over Twitter because he's a dumbass, Hmm. who essentially is like, Hmm. oops, my bad. I I overplayed my hand and now I have inherited this influential website. He has transformed that website into pretty much a platform, not just for the GOP, Daniel. But as we were talking right before we started recording, I was telling you that white nationalists, racists, anti-Semites all have blue check marks. Mm -hmm. It's a playground for them. And we're old enough to remember that back in the day, the former titans of industry, eh, the current titans of industry, did on the deal. Mark Zuckerberg met Trump on the deal. He had dinner with him on the deal. On the deal, they tried to placate the right-wing outrage, the fake victimhood, right? We know that CBS's Les Moonves in 2015 let the cat out of the bag when he said, hey, Trump is bad for America. Good for business. Good for business. He said that, doubled down on it. So here we have Elon Musk, unlike Jack, 
of Twitter, unlike Mark Zuckerberg of Instagram and Facebook, openly Mm -hmm. siding with Ron DeSantis, who's going to announce his presidency, number one. And Ron DeSantis has used Florida, as we have talked about on this show, as a laboratory to test out the most extreme right-wing Republican policies. And so if you're listening right now, the question for all of us is, how long do we stay on Twitter? How long do we enable and mainstream people like Musk and Zuckerberg who have helped give us Trump? And what's going to happen to democracy when one of the major influential social media sites is a playground for election denialism, Mm -hmm. anti-Semitic conspiracies, Mm -hmm. lies, and anti-democratic fashion? We're going to find out in the next two years. It was funny because, and not funny, haha, but the other day I'm watching- Funny, weep, weep. Funny, weep, weep. The other day I'm watching MSNBC because I don't watch CNN anymore. Um, I'm watching MSNBC and they're talking about Putin, right? And they're talking about the fact that what is the difference between Putin in 2016 and Putin now as we prepare for the 2024 presidential? Um, And the response was, he's a lot more dangerous, Mm. right? He's a lot more dangerous and he's a lot more unwieldy, right? And desperate. And desperate. So think back to 2016. There was no war, right? He was not even thinking about going to war. We were talking about the issue that he saw Donald Trump as not his friend. Like, they're not friends. He sees him as a means to an end. He wants to destroy democracy. He sees America, which is still for all of the things that we critique here, it is still the strongest and the biggest democracy in the world. Mm -hmm. If Putin has the ability to take that down, then everything else is free game, right? right? So you look now to the way in which he was able to utilize social media with the bot farms, with the troll farms in 2016. Now you have just openly aiding and abetting Putin and his like-mindedness, Elon Musk, right? Billions of people use Twitter. So what do you think? What is the place that we're going to find ourselves in in 2024 where you already have Elon Musk announcing linking arms openly? We don't disguise how we're feeling every anymore. It's an open secret. Yeah. Right. Linking arms with Putin, who is doubling and tripling down because he's on the way to losing this war. He needs Donald Trump in office. Right. Or a Ron DeSantis in office who Ron DeSantis had to backpedal his feelings on uh, his feelings on Ukraine and on Putin because people were like, whoa, whoa. Fellow Republicans were like, whoa, whoa. It's too extreme. Right. Because I'm still looking for the line in the sand that they're willing to cross. And so I, I when I see and hear about this announcement on Twitter, Ron DeSantis, and I'm thinking about Putin and I'm like, are we just fucked and we don't know it? Like, I keep thinking that we may be the leftovers. Uh, maybe. Uh, let's break it down, starting with um, CNN. So you mentioned you don't watch CNN anymore. And apparently you're like most of America. CNN, <laughs> uh, again, the ratings have come out. And ever since that disastrous town hall of from two and a half weeks ago, and when the silver-haired fox Anderson Cooper uh, patronized his own listeners and viewers and said, you need to get out of your silos, People have said, I'm done with you, Anderson Cooper. I'm done with you, CNN. And CNN, again and again, has fallen below Newsmax, folks. There was a time, and this is a part where a part of you like feels sad because we remember that CNN used to be like reputable. Yes. And you know, that has, and I used to work there for a year. Mm-hmm. There are people who care, folks. And internally, it has caused chaos. David Zasloff, one of the other supervillains, who's the head of Warner, has appointed Chris Licht, who's the president of CNN, mm-hmm. have openly said, 
We're going to make this a platform for both sides. Have openly said we need to entertain many voices. Have openly doubled down in their support and courtship of Donald Trump and Republicans. Chris Licht went to D.C., literally courted Republicans and said, how can we make you feel more comfortable? Because that's the, the <laughs> objective of journalism, right? How yes. do we make those in power feel more comfortable? Well, they're paying the price for it. Viewers are leaving. But going back to our original point, if liberal is media, I give you CNN, Zasloff, and Licht. If media is liberal, I give you Elon Musk, who in addition to linking with Ron DeSantis, mm -hmm. has also done some censorship work for Erdogan. Yes. An authoritarian yes. Turkey. Yep. And was chilling with the Saudis and the Qataris. Doesn't everybody? As one does at the World Cup, right? And also is absolutely mum about the abuses of China because Tesla makes a lot of money in China. So here he is aligning himself with right-wing authoritarians. And his platform and Elon Musk himself, I mean, we forget now because... Uh, anti-Semitism, racism has gone so mainstream mm -hmm. that we just literally forget that it was just last week, I think, Daniel, we were talking where he openly promoted the anti-Semitic George Soros conspiracy theory. Yes. Went on CNBC when he was confronted with it on this soft, literally pathetic softball interview. The 12-second silence. Yeah, 12-second yeah. silence, doubled down on it. Everyone's moved on. So you take all of this right now and you see the entire right-wing movement, which I have called on this show and I've written about, is a radicalized, weaponized movement that is an enemy to democracy, that has lined up with Orban of Hungary, mm -hmm. lining up with Putin, mm -hmm. lining up with Maloney of Italy. Now Elon Musk and the titans of industry are like, you know what? Money's money. Who gives an F about democracy? And I think we're not completely F'd, but I do feel like people aren't paying attention to the forces that are uniting against people of color, our rights, women, and democracy. They are, they're going to go all in. Like 2024 for them is all in. And, and one thing I'll say is, you know, corporate law firms, it's AAPI month and everyone's going to forget about <laughs> Asians. So right. like corporations, I've given a lot but of But right now you got a lot yeah, of shine. Right now, yay, Asians. So I've given a lot of talks <laughs> to corporate law firms and a lot of these corporate titans think Ron DeSantis is their guy. Trump is too much. Biden is, is an idiot. But Ronnie, he's going to help us. So you think they're uh, our friends. They ain't. They're going to try to go all in with Ronnie. But like you and I have said, my prediction is Ron DeSantis is a wet noodle. I think he's going to collapse on the main stage. I mean, one, we've already seen him collapse, right? He went to Capitol Hill to go do his pre-junket to, uh, to his announcement. Nobody wanted to meet with him, That's right? right? That's right. Um, we've seen him now go into regular American places, you know, those diners that pop up <laughs> like they do on Friends, where it's only white people only that white are people. in the coffee shop. Um, so he's going into these places one, his laugh is terrifying. <laughs> was that good enough? <laughs> it was <That's> what... <laughs> so good. You practice. Um, his laugh is terrifying. He has no idea how to engage with regular people. And this, the funny thing about the presidential election, like the way he's able to control who comes into his press conferences for in, in Florida, is that you can't really control that when you're trying to get votes in every state. That's right. Right? And not just the ones that you pick and choose. So- I'm wondering what he's going to look like on an actual stage, right? When you don't have these friendly, handpicked journalists who are just capitulating to whatever it is that you want because they don't want to be sued or they don't want to be thrown out of a presser. Like, that's not how it works everywhere else. Political came out and said, Ron DeSantis is starting to figure out that 
people don't want the rest of the country to look like Florida. Huh. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't know why you needed a news report to tell you that mm. people like books and democracy. Right. They like to be able to go to drag shows if and when they choose to. They like the ability to be able to have bodily autonomy. And they don't think that children should be taken out of the homes of their loving families mm. just because you decide that you don't like their family and don't think that they have any worth. No, people don't want that instituted nationwide. So I, I, I'm like, when you see this matchup, happening, which is going to happen. And I cannot wait for the truth social meltdown this week mm. when he announces on Twitter, is Donald Trump going to be enough to eviscerate Ron DeSantis? Or is he showing with Elon Musk and these other corporate entities that he has a lot more staying power than we actually think? So what I feel like is because Republicans realize if Trump runs against Biden. All the polls show that Biden beats him by seven points. The smart Republicans, the ones who know better but are utterly complicit because mm -hmm. they went along with Trumpism, realize in a head-to-head -head match, Biden wins. So they put all their eggs in this wet noodle basket of Ron DeSantis. <laughs> I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll, eggs can't I, stay I, in I, a wet noodle oh, yeah, basket. That's true. So, it's true. No disrespect, eggs. We love you, eggs. Yeah. Thank you for your protein. Uh, but they that's their, like, their last white hope. Ron DeSantis, mm. right? They know Ooh. Tim Scott's not going to do anything. They know Nikki Haley's not going to go anywhere. Now Youngkin's coming out, right? Because they realize, oh, pressure's ratcheting up against Trump. He might, he might go to jail. I don't know what's going to happen. So now you heard just yesterday, Youngkin's like, mm, I might be interested. Here's a little toe in the water. Uh, I believe, just like you, Danielle, that once he gets exposed on the main stage, mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. he has been exposed time and time again, let's not forget, he barely won the governorship of Florida, it was like 1% between him and Gillum. And, and Gillum was like charismatic and charming and Ron DeSantis looked like a deer in headlights. Even against Charlie Crist with this mm -hmm. election a couple yep. of months ago. Yep. I mean, you saw Ron DeSantis, he just was like, uh, uh, he couldn't speak. Literally, they are training him to look at people in the eye and shake their hands, okay? So I think this is going to be a wet noodle disaster. I also think that Donald Trump Contrary to what the Republican establish establishment and the elders, the white elders who've taken out their hoods think, he still controls MAGA. Yes. And I believe, if you look at that town hall, he knows how to work the crowd and the cameras. Mm -hmm. He will eviscerate Ron DeSantis. I think he's been, he's been jabbing him a little bit here and there. I think he has the ammunition on Ron DeSantis. I think on a head-to-head -head stage, Ron DeSantis is going to get beat He's going to be going to be beaten bad like a dog. And I also think that uh, with Trump, this is why people need to realize why Trump is running. Trump realizes the longer he stays in the race, the more lifeline he has yes. to get away with all his crime. Yep. And the more he knows that the press will aid and abet him for the sake of ratings, access to power and money. So I think this is going to be like in a strange way now, if we can pivot to some goodness. I think this is going to be civil war next week. I think as soon as he announces, Trump's going to hit. Civil war within the Republican Party. I like the way this sounds. Um, I, like the, I like the twiddling of thumbs for I those like, of Daniel's like, hmm, I I've like, never thought of this before. I, I enjoy like, it. I like the way this sounds. Here's my concern, though, is this. So you have corporate entities divided by... The man who has been twice impeached is held liable for sexual assault and defamation is now being sued again 
uh, by, by e. Eugene Carroll. For the comments he made. For the comments he made at the, at CNN, the CNN Town, Town Hall, uh, which is very important to show both sides of sexual abuse. When is her town hall? Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, CNN. Oh, and Caitlin give... Collins got a show out of it. Yeah. Uh, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Coming in after Anderson Cooper, who's coming in after Newsmax. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, when I think about the Civil War, though, is it enough to destroy them or does it just strengthen Trump? Mm. So Civil War, right? We think traditionally both sides get decimated and then it clears the path for Joe Biden. In this perverse world that we're living in, the rules don't apply. Up is down, down yeah. is up. You know, the sky is green and water is, you know, yellow. Does this strengthen Donald Trump? And if a Donald Trump is strengthened by a war with Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis goes away, which is fine. Um, I'm happy to saw off the rest of Florida. Like in Wait, the wait, Tunes. Tiffany Cross. I lost know, her job but for guess saying what? Some... I'm self-employed. Ah, there we uh, go. So I just wonder if you, if Ron DeSantis is decimated, Tim Scott, literally, by the way, everyone, his poster for president yeah. is a faceless black man. No, literally faceless. Like literally faceless. Like it has, it's not him. It's just any Black man. I no mean, eyes, no, no hair, eyes, no mouth, no, mouth, no nose. No nose, no no like Joy Reid posted it on her page, <laughs> and I was just like, this has gotta be a it's not actually. I, I was the same way. I was like, no, and then that I can't be. I'm like, oh no, he that that's what happened, kids, when you literally sell your soul to be accepted by people who will only tolerate you at best. So guess I, who's coming to dinner? Guess it. We don't know because you got no fucking face. <laughs> I don't have, have any no idea. idea. It's no going to be a surprise. It's going to be a surprise. It's going to be some black amalgamation. Just just take out a chair for some black. Oh, my God. But oh, man. If, Ron, if, if, if Ron DeSantis goes the way of a dustbin because Donald Trump eviscerates him, mm. is Donald Trump then more powerful? So it's a good question. My takeaway from this is... They are hoping, by they I mean Republican establishment, corporate money, is hoping that Ron DeSantis weakens Trump enough that Ron DeSantis emerges. They're all in in their delusion that they can put a lipstick on a wet noodle. Mm. They really think Ron DeSantis has it and that if the rest of America discovers him, he will win. I agree with you that I think when the rest of America discovers Ron DeSantis, they're like, this dude is pathetic. Like, he literally can't even win over MAGA voters. That's why I keep telling these Republicans, I'm like, you're all in on DeSantis. Y'all are going to get disappointed real bad. The problem here is, mm -hmm. Ron DeSantis, how did he rise, folks? And I think we have to keep the focus on Florida. And again, going back full circle to how we started, Elon Musk. What has Ron DeSantis done in Florida? Don't say gay. Yep. Ban books. Yep. Six-week limit on abortion, right? Mm -hmm. Most women, by the way, folks, they don't even realize they have a baby until mm -hmm. like eight weeks or nine weeks. So there goes abortion. Uh, punishing educators, punishing librarians, mm -hmm. right? Punishing woke corporations, mm -hmm. right? Erasing, so, erasing black history. Erasing AP African American trans studies. taking kids away from their parents. Um, I mean, the denying health care to trans kids. Denying health care to trans kids. The list Anti-immigrant, right? Oh, yes, because... Also trending uh, on social media platforms is the fact that Florida has no workers. <laughs> like major construction has stopped in Florida. Tell them why, Daniel. Oh, 
Ah, because of our ecosystem here in reality and not just on Earth, too, actually, we need the labor and work of migrant workers who are largely employed Mm. at construction places, in agriculture Mm. sites and factories and what have you. And guess what they're not doing? Mm. Going to fucking Florida because they're afraid of being deported or worse. That's a result of Ron DeSantis's new anti-immigration policies. And so my fear of this is the following. Even without Ron DeSantis knew that he could be, he can be the face of Trumpism without being Trump. Mm -hmm. And that's the modern Republican Party. We can get rid of Trump, but they love the cruelty. They love the racism. Our base loves the misogyny. So we'll give a streamlined injection of Trumpism, but with a new face. And that's my fear, that regardless of Trump or DeSantis or Yunkin, no matter what, we are facing a conservative movement in one of the two major political parties that as of now, and I say this without hyperbole, has gone all in with white nationalism, anti-Semitism, misogyny, and wants to take this country back to 1952. The good news is, like we've always said, is that we have the majority. The question, Danielle, is does the majority organize? And look, I'll give another example. You got to expose these folks. Everyone's rooting for Disney, right? We've talked about this before. Yay, Disney's taking on DeSantis. Why is Disney taking on DeSantis? Oh, because DeSantis has decided that Disney can't create its own content, can't, uh, you know, institute its own policies in, in a private company. Right. And so what did Disney do? Disney decided to halt their billion dollar. One billion dollars. One billion dollar office build out. With 2006 figure salary jobs. And we're going to employ roughly 2000 people. Uh, and they've decided to stop it because what is the point? And they're also suing him. So, I, I mean, and that is the I I guess that Ron DeSantis doing that was a signal to other private corporations mm. that if you don't bend to my will, then you will be harmed. But that's not how business actually like this is actually dare I say this. Oh, my God. I think lightning may strike me. This is where I think Donald Trump may be better. Oh, my gosh. Actually, this- not better for the country, yeah. just better than Ron DeSantis, which is that he would never mess with private industry. Mm. He just wouldn't. Right. Like that's where he gets his backing. He actually understands how business works, while Ron DeSantis understands how politics works, which is for why Florida. He's into, for Florida, which is why he's instituting all of these policies. I just don't see him. Thirty percent of the population is not enough to win an election. And so I don't know, outside of stealing, outside of linking arms with Putin, which is totally a possibility. Disinformation, Twitter, And disinformation with Twitter and Facebook. But if the, I mean, if the people were able to show up in a pandemic before we had vaccinations in historic numbers to get Biden, do they not double and triple down in 2024, knowing everything that we know now? 
Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. And that's where I think the positive silver lining here is if Ron DeSantis is your guy. And this is what I give. Look, we give Democrats credit when they do well on this show. I think we're very honest. We criticize them when they F up. We try to be very fair. Uh, yesterday, a report came out that President Biden is using Florida as an example to show the rest of the country what will happen if a Republican becomes president. I think it's very smart strategy because mm-hmm. people still don't know. And if Ron DeSantis runs, you're like, oh, OK, well, what's happening in Florida? You pissed off Penguin, uh, which is suing the, one of the, the big uh, book corporations. Uh, mm-hmm. you're, you've pissed off Disney, the mm-hmm. largest literal employer of Florida. You've pissed off the NAACP that's called for a boycott. Don't say gay. Banning books. Oh, by the way, women have no rights. And you look at that 70% majority. If you look at the polls, the, the majority is like, uh, we're against banning books. We want women to have the right to abortion. Uh, we want people, I mean, we, we want people to say gay, right? We want people to like, you know, at least be, you know, pro-worker, not hateful and cruel against immigrants. Well, I don't know about the immigrants thing. We can be very cruel. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Uh, and also... Uh, we don't like black people, but we don't like killing black people, at least openly. At least openly. Um, unless, uh, unless they're a homeless person in a subway, then we don't mind choking them to death. And then, by the way, the guy who choked him to death said he would do it again, folks. And a question I have for you, for those who think we live in a post-racial society, who gets to choke a black man to death in America and get called a hero? Just a, a question for you. Just to sit with that question for a second. He's raised over two million dollars. Well, he hasn't raised. The right wing has raised over two million. Ron DeSantis has vouched for, for Daniel Perry. Uh, Ron DeSantis has vouched for him. Um, and folks, if you've been watching, uh, the city bike fiasco also happened, uh, where a white woman in New York as well. I don't know what the fuck is in the water right now, uh, but came and yelled at a black man for taking the city bike that he rented. And now she's on leave from Bellevue where she works because you think that the social media sleuths can't figure out who the fuck you are. <laughs> no, That's the, their but, job. But the best part is, like you said, this this black man literally rented the bike. and He's getting on the bike that he rented. And this crazy white woman comes and tries to take the bike that he rented and said, it's my bike. And then yells at him. And then meanwhile, other black people are like, uh, we have you on camera. And she triples down. Mm hmm. Like, and then she just thinks like she's going to and she literally gets on the bike and the guy's like, uh, ask me how much money she's raised. Oh, I had no idea how much money. Over a hundred thousand. No way. Yeah. They made her into a hero. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Who? who? Racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. I had no idea they raised money for her. Yeah. I mean, look bring things b- back full circle. I didn't know. That's very sobering. I had no idea. Cause that, if, if you haven't seen that video, go see that video. It's, it's everywhere, but this is so egregious where the, the and this guy is like the most chill guy. He's like a uh, lady. This is my bike. Also, there are lots of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 
They're a bunch. And she decided, and she's like, you're so obnoxious about it. So if you see a trend, folks, and it's and it goes back to the full full circle the, to to what Daniel was asking me, like, you know, what's gonna happen? What we've witnessed is the rise in the mainstreaming of white vigilante violence. Stand your ground. Yep. We're gonna use any means necessary to take mm-hmm. what we want, even shit that doesn't belong to us. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take Especially our- <laughs> shit that doesn't belong. That's the founding. Yeah. Especially shit that doesn't That's belong. That's my to bike. You. It's actually mine. Shut up, Indian. <laughs> I kill yeah. you. Uh, yes. Literally, this is what's happening, folks. Look at the heroes. Ron DeSantis is mm-hmm. for this, this guy who literally murdered Daniel Perry. Daniel just told us they're raising $100,000 for this crazy white woman mm-hmm. who tried to steal a man's bike. Kyle Rittenhouse is a hero. Eddie Gallagher, the Navy SEAL war mm-hmm. criminal, is a hero. Daniel Penny, who uh, Governor Abbott in Texas wants to pardon, who got 25 years to life for killing for shooting and killing a Black Lives Matter protester in Texas. He says that as soon as the pardon, for, uh, I guess, committee sends him the pardon, he will pardon this man who also, by the way, low-key pedophile. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you know, who cares? <laughs> who cares? That happens. Uh, and a, a jury of his peers convicted this man and then Tucker Carlson, when he had a show, but Tucker Carlson is also launching a show on Twitter. Twitter. Tucker Carlson said, you have to pardon this man. The next day, Abbott said, I'll pardon him. This is not a coincidence, Dan- like, Danielle, if you're watching this right now, they have declared open season on our communities. Mm-hmm. They have declared open season on our communities. And it's one of those situations where, like, where are we safe? I don't, I honestly, I, I really don't know. And this is why I'm going to take a little bit of a social media break, uh, particularly from Twitter because I just find it to be such a cesspool. Like there's just no engaging with the people that I used to like to engage with, right? Like you, right? Like our group of nerd Avengers. Like there are people that I'm just not seeing readily mm. in my timeline anymore. I'm just seeing a lot of like fake blue checks and white supremacy. So it's it's up to us to figure out how, and I said this before, how to recalibrate and how to figure out before social media, how were we organizing after social media? We're going to figure out how we need to organize, how we need to like utilize platforms or own them. Do you know what I'm saying? Because the white supremacists own them. Corporate media owns them. And so we can't rely on the oppressor to give us the keys to our freedom because that's never going to happen. And, and it just goes to show you when you create these tools and these networks and these social media sites and the people creating them are all white bros without any women, without any people of color. This is what happens without the input of different individuals to, to, you know, we all have blind spots to check your blind spot. How will this get manipulated? How will women get harassed? Right? It was all white dude tech bros, right? This tech bro culture that created these platforms that are now instruments of of bullying and oppression, specifically against women and women of color, which is why you're right. We need to create our own sites with a diverse crew that comes in and says, this is how you do it right. This is how you make it inclusive. Uh, It's one of those situations also where we're dealing, and I have to share this. uh, It just goes to show the cruelty that has been mainstreamed. This happened yesterday. Uh, CNN, okay, did a headline. They talked, uh, referring, I'm forgetting his name, uh, the the poor man who was killed and uh, murdered on the subway. Jordan Neely. Jordan Neely, uh, they referred to him not as homeless, but as unhoused. Mm-hmm. Okay? That was it. It was just one tweet. 
unhoused man murdered by this white guy. The thread, folks, what was trending was not Jordan Neely. What was trending was not the fact that this man was executed. Mm-hmm. You know what was trending? Mm. Unhoused. And what the right wing was upset about was <laughs> the word when of- did unhoused replace homeless? They were fee fi fo fum so upset. It was trending all day yesterday. And I did a tweet. I'm like, the folks who are more upset <laughs> about the term unhoused than the fact that a mentally ill, innocent black man was executed by a white man who just today said, I'd do it again, are people who are telling on themselves. And this is what's happening in 2023 American America. So it's one of those situations where, you know, I, I think we, you know, every time we try to be alarmist, people are like, you crazy folks. And yet we always say that our batting average is very good. In fact, if we were playing baseball, we would be all-stars. Actually, we might be in the Hall of Fame. And yet the people who are consistently wrong get to fail up because they refuse to acknowledge the demon of white supremacy that continues to haunt the rest of us. But I feel like we still have to do our job. Thank you for listening to Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. I'm Ajat Ali. And we will be back next week. If, in fact, we have a country left. Inshallah.